You're listening to Telling the Truth from Triple T Christian Youth Ministries, telling the truth to and through teenagers. Here is Triple T founder and president, George Dooms. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Even those who have been blessed abundantly by God sometimes fall into sin. One of those was Noah. After leaving the ark with his family, he planted a vineyard. Listen to the devastation. Genesis 9, 21 and 22, New King James Version. Then he drank of the wine and was drunk, and became uncovered in his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers outside. The damage had been done. Ham had looked on his father in his drunken state, and then we see that God was not pleased. He was very displeased with Noah, and especially his son. Be sure your sin will find you out. God has a perfect plan for you. He wants us to understand that when we sin, if we will confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The moment to ask for forgiveness is the moment you recognize that you have fallen short of God's glory. Be certain that you are in tune with the Lord and then share the gospel with those folk who need to know Him, those who need His forgiveness. There are folk that you know who need to know Him whom to know aright is life eternal. Will you tell them? Noah had fallen into sin. He had gotten drunk and Ham had walked in on him, discovering his nakedness. But listen to the difference in Noah's sons. Genesis 9.23, New King James says, But Shem and Japheth took a garment, laid it on both their shoulders, and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were turned away, and they did not see their father's nakedness. Discretion. Determination to do right. It's available to all of us. Nobody has to mess up. But when we do, God will forgive if we will repent. But here are two sons who did not do the wrong thing, but did the right thing. There is something right that you could also do, even if somebody very close to you has messed up. You don't have to follow their example. You can set an example to and of the believers, and you can stand up for Jesus in the middle of a crooked and perverse generation. Will you? Pray with other believers. Read God's Word, and then go with the Gospel and share God's saving grace with people who really need the Lord, those who have fallen into sin. Those who have messed up can be redeemed. Listen to Genesis 9.24, New King James Version. So Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done to him. You cannot sin and win. Here we have Noah, who had learned what had happened, and we know that God is able to forgive, but the sin had taken its toll and done its damage. Be sure that you watch what you do before you do it. I have seen people who have succumbed to wine and drunkenness and immorality, had messed up completely, not only their own lives, but the lives of others. Drunken drivers kill innocent people, and we need to understand that it is never right to do the wrong thing. God is no respecter of persons, and wine is a destroyer. The Bible tells us this very, very clearly, very plainly. So make sure that you're okay between God and yourself, and you are keeping other people from giving in to temptations. Pray for them. 
pray for you, pray for other believers, and pray especially for those who need the Lord. God can make you usable, and He can use you to reach out and touch someone who can be saved eternally. Noah was more than disappointed. He was disgusted. Listen to Genesis 9.25, New King James. Then he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants he shall be to his brethren. He is setting forth the decree that things will never be the same again in the household of Noah, because one son did the wrong thing, two did the right thing. Make sure that you do right, no matter what the circumstances around you might be. It is never right to do wrong, even to get a chance to do right. I learned that from the founder of the university from which I graduated. I hope that each of you will understand that there is always a penalty for sin. You cannot sin and win. So make certain that you are getting everything in tune with the Lord. We will mess up. There are times when we are going to just blow it. But God is there, and he will help us pick up the pieces when we turn to him from our sins. That's the beginning of becoming a Christian. To turn to Jesus from your sin. Believe on him with all of your heart. And be willing to tell other people that you are a believer. And then help other people become believers too. God has given the prerogative to fathers to bestow blessings on their sons and to withhold blessings from those who do wrong. Listen to Noah's response to the circumstance in which he found himself involved. Genesis 9.26, New King James Version. And he said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. Yes, God's blessings can be bestowed by the father on the son and daughters too, but God wants us to understand that with the blessing comes responsibilities. So we have an example. You can be a blessing. And you can bless other people. I hope you will. I hope that you will be understanding of how great God is and how wonderfully he has made it possible for you to hear about him, to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, to know that sins can be forgiven and lives can be changed and worlds can be rearranged. It begins with the individual when he or she turns to Jesus from sin. If you haven't, do it now. If you have, tell others how they can become children of God. Christ died for our sins. According to the scriptures, he was buried and he rose again on the third day. Tell somebody. Genesis 9.27, New King James, gives us a very special insight into the blessing and cursing that is available to people like Noah and you and me. Listen. May God enlarge Japheth, and may he dwell in the tents of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. There you have it. The difference between the sinner and the person who is trying to do right. Make certain that you are reading the word of God and heeding the word of God. Do what the Bible says to do. Turn your back on the tempter and the temptation, and don't yield, don't give in, don't mess up. But when you do, Immediately go to the Lord and ask for forgiveness, confessing your sins. If you will, God is faithful. He is just. He will forgive you of your sins, and he will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. He will do it for you, and he will do it for others. 
share this with your Christian friends. Pray together for those folk who don't know the Lord. And as you read and heed God's word, determine with whom you are going to share the gospel. Decide who is going to be told that Jesus saves. Somebody is waiting for you to tell them how to go to heaven. And Noah lived after the flood 350 years. So all the days of Noah were 950 years, and he died. Genesis 9, 28-29, New King James Version. There you have the Noah story. God protected this man, his wife, his three sons and their wives, so they could replenish the earth. But in the midst of it all, after the flood, after leaving the ark, Noah sinned. And so did one of the three sons. Be sure your sin will trap you and trick you. So be careful what you say, what you do, to whom you listen, and make sure that you have a friend to help keep you from sin. That's what happened with these two brothers, Shem and Japheth. They determined together not to sin but to do right. Their brother had already messed up, and they determined not to do likewise. How about you? Are you living for the Lord today? Are you concerned about those folk who don't know Jesus? Are you willing to pray diligently for them with other Christians? And as believers, will you go together with the gospel and share the good news that Jesus Christ died for them? He was buried and rose again, will give eternal life? Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for those in first through fifth grades is available in a separate area. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. Who is Jesus Christ? Do you know him? You can. Have you discovered your destiny? If you haven't, you can. Jesus is God's unspeakable gift. And he gave the gift of God, eternal life. It came through Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus walked on earth for 33 years and never thought an evil thought or committed any evil act. He kept the moral law of God perfectly. 1 Peter 2, 22-23, New King James says, Who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth, who when he was reviled did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. Jesus gave the world an opportunity to observe the awesome personality of God, the basics of life. His moral. He did not need to be the most rich or famous. He must be the most good, morally perfect. Moral perfection is more important than anything else in life. It is more important to obey the rules than to win the game. While he was on earth, Jesus successfully withstood the same types of temptations that Adam and Eve had faced. Hebrews 4.15, New King James says, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, 
but was in all points tempted, as we are, yet without sin. Tempted, but never once yielding. Being taken by Satan to places that God allowed Satan to take him, Jesus made the decision and the determination not to yield. Listen to the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 4, beginning with verse 1 going through verse 10. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, afterward he was hungry. Then when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. The devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, It is written again, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. And again the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory, and said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God and him only you shall serve. Jesus knew God's will, and he was endeavoring to do God's will. Sometimes temptations come our way, and they seem too hot for us to handle, but not for Jesus Christ, not for the Son of God. Jesus had to do more than just resist the tempter. He had to produce a new principle of life, and a way for man to be changed and build his eternal destiny on another foundation. Dave Brees, the author of Discover Your Destiny, has given us lots of insights, but he bases what he says on Scripture. And Tammy Lee Dooms, who is the Vice President of Triple T Christian Youth Ministries, shares a teaching moment each Saturday at Triple T, almost without exception. And she shares from her heart the Word of God. Listen now. As Matthew chapter 4 continues, verses 11 through 23. The Bible says, Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Now when Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he departed to Galilee. After leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is by the sea, in the regions of Zebulun and Naphtali that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, The land of Zebulun and the land of Nebuli, by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and upon those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. From that time Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And Jesus, walking by the sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon, called Peter, and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. 
Then he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. He called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of disease among the people. And there you have the beginning of Jesus' earthly ministry. God had his hand on him all the time, but he didn't force him to say no to the temptations that the devil was thrusting his way. Jesus Christ, Son of God, remained sinless all of his life. And now, when Jesus shared his purpose with his disciples, they didn't want to believe it. No, Lord, no. Matthew sixteen twenty-one through 26, New King James says, From that time Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall not happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but of the things of men. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? When Jesus was talking about taking up your cross, he was talking about the tent stakes. Those were called crosses. And so those people were challenged to leave where they were to pick up and follow him with all that they had. It was necessary because God bears moral responsibility for his universe to prove his right to rule. He must fulfill that responsibility by producing the sacrifice for sin that only he could do. Hebrews 2, 14 through 18, New King James says, Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For indeed, he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Therefore, in all things, he had to be made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. Christ needed to produce a new kind of life, a sinless kind of life. And it's the challenge of every believer to do likewise. You and I are going to be tempted. And sometimes 
in our weakness, in a moment of not understanding that God will help us say no to the devil, we give in and we sin. But he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins when we confess them and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Have you discovered your destiny? You can begin a journey, an exciting journey you will never forget, not to a new place, but a new life. You can go on this journey if you have a copy of Discover Your Destiny, and we want to put one in your hands, and it's free. All you have to do is write to us at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. Highway 41 North, Evansville, Indiana, 47725. Stay tuned, and I'll tell you more about Discover Your Destiny, how you can discover yours, and how you can have this book as a guideline along with an open Bible to let you know where you can go and how you can get there to accomplish God's perfect, perfect purpose for you and only you that you can do to glorify Jesus Christ. We really want you to have a copy of Discover Your Destiny by Dr. Dave Brees. In Discover Your Destiny, Dave takes you on such a journey, first back to time, as he traces God's relationship with his most beautiful yet tragic creation, man. The journey then becomes personal experience. God is not confined to history, but yearns to establish a relationship with each one of us today, you and me included. So get ready for the most important and exciting journey of your life as you discover your destiny as a child of God. Again, to get your copy of Discover Your Destiny free as our gift to you, just write to TTT Christian Youth Ministries, 13,000, that's 13000, U.S. Highway 41 North, Evansville, Indiana, 47725. If you want to send something to help us reach teenagers and preteens for the Lord Jesus Christ, great. But there is no charge. This is our gift to you. We want you to know that there are false prophets in our day, in our world. There are heretics, people who deny the Bible and who take in their own hands the audacity to make predictions. Today has been predicted by one person as Judgment Day. No doubt one of the most anticipated days thus far in this century was Friday, April 29, when William and Kate were married at Westminster Abbey in London. Literally hundreds of millions viewed this around the world. But according to an 89-year-old former civil engineer by the name of Harold Camping, there's another day, in his opinion, it will be more significant than any other of all human history. On that day, today, Saturday, May 21, 2011, at 6 p.m. sharp Pacific Standard Time, Jesus himself will return and the rapture will occur. His, of course, is only one of many false prophecies in regard to Jesus' return. He also predicted the same thing in 1994. Understand that false prophecies have been going forth since 2800 B.C. In the second century, there was another prophecy. And then in 1284, another one. In 15, 
24. Another one. 1556. One more, that this might be the year. 1715. That Christ would return. 1792. Predicted the end of the world. 1914. 1915, 1918, 1919, Edgar Wisenet. The following year he published 89 reasons why Christ will return in 1989, claiming to have been slightly off his calculations. Make that twice. Well, how does God view all this nonsense? Actually, his son provided the answer some 2,000 years ago. Check out Matthew 25:13, when Jesus said, Watch therefore, because you're not going to know the day or the hour. Check out Mark chapter 13, verses 32 and 33. Concerning that day or that hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, only the Father. So we should be on our guard to wake up, for we don't know when the time will come. And by the way, the Father has already marked that day on his heavenly calendar. Check out Acts 1731. Open your Bible and read it. So what should we teach about Jesus and the end of the world? We should teach this. Behold, today is the day of salvation. Behold, now is the accepted time. Admit that you have sinned. Turn to Jesus from your sins. Be ready if you should die or if Jesus Christ should return, that you will be in God's presence forever. It doesn't happen automatically. It happens when you make the determination personally to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what this ministry is all about. And every time another youth or adult says yes to Jesus, the angels rejoice, and so do we. We want you to know that the Bible is true, totally, absolutely, completely, and we want you to have Discover Your Destiny. So be sure to write for yours and listen at the end of the broadcast to the address and ask for Discover Your Destiny and we'll send it to you. Christ through you can change the world. Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for those in first through fifth grades is available in a separate area. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. For your free copy of the Telling the Truth newsletter, call 812-867-2418, 812-867-2418, or write Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North, Evansville, Indiana, 47725. Tune in to Telling the Truth next week at this same time on this same station.